0: hey welcome to finding our feet this is our first june episode so i'm bethany here with sarah hello ready to talk about how we've been doing um on our health journey and a little bit about good fats and bad fats today so sarah how's it been going with it's, your uh, run walking i feel like every time we talk i'm i'm, I'm
1: i've given negative report. But <laughs> my weekend, I had a really positive weekend. You know, we had that three-day weekend, so that was super nice. And I got so, so much done. And it wasn't, like, physically actually running and stuff, but I was very physically active. And I was really worn out at the end of the day, so it was kind of nice. And then my, my this is an update on my coworker that y'all don't know, but he has started running in the mornings. Now he doesn't have to get up and get the kids ready. So I was like, yep, that's what I'm going to do. So I've done that one morning this week, and I realize that we've had more than one morning this week, but that's progress for me. And so I it didn't help that my daughter, her work schedule got changed, and so I had to get her to work by 7 o'clock. And so once that start kicked in, it kind of threw a loop in my plans, but next week she goes back to her normal schedule, and I think that we will have a, a successful morning routine kicking on. How about you?
0: That is good. Yeah, I've done the same thing. So as soon as school was out, that was my goal was to start... Um, running in the morning so that I could maybe find a little bit more consistency because the last few weeks like with the end of school and sports and this special events my evenings have I've just absolutely lost control of them yeah so um my daughter's last day of school was last Friday and then we had the three-day weekend I was not super active over the weekend because we had softball tournaments all weekend so just real tied up with that but um did get some exercise in on Monday and Tuesday as well and then Wednesday June 1st I started my get up in the morning and run on the treadmill so I've still been trying to run a little I usually walk for about you know just a few minutes to warm up and then I've been running at least a mile um sometimes I try to run more than that um but been running a mile and then trying to walk and typically go somewhere between two and a half and three miles. Mm-hmm. So I think I've been pretty successful with that. Not quite as consistent as I wanted to be at this point, but pretty successful with it. Um but of course life happened in this morning. Um it was raining, terrible storm, yeah. no electricity at my house whatsoever from like four oh, o'clock in the morning till about nine thirty. So, it was too wet to run outside, and it, there was no electricity, so I couldn't run my treadmill. So, this yeah. morning's oh well, was and, a butt. And if you're like me, so
1: if the electricity is off, especially in the summertime for more than an hour, the house starts getting hot. And if it happens during the middle of the night, and the house starts getting hot, then I don't sleep. So, I'm up. And if I don't get to sleep, then I'm definitely not getting up and working out. So
0: Me too. It was, was just very, a... very still, very humid, very hot. Yeah. So I'm going to try this afternoon um, to, to exercise. And I know for a while we were following the run your butt off plan, mm-hmm. which was working real great for me for a little bit. I have not really been following that plan now because my schedule has been so crazy yeah. that I'm automatically getting the rest days. And so I'm just kind of pretty much trying to get four to five days a week yeah. in, if at all possible. So that's where I'm going. Hopefully there won't be any more electricity issues oh, gosh, so <gasps> tomorrow morning i'll be up and at them and um we'll probably try to get at least one morning workout in the weekend since i missed a day and then next week be good to go yeah so, so you
1: know this week you know last week was kind of cool it, we had that we had the, two weeks ago it was that super hot week and then we had that cool week yes. last week and so it was so nice but then this week again we've got the the rain and so it's making it it's making it humid and it's been really just nasty hot outside this week it really I has. think even in the mornings it's been kind of you walk outside and it's like my glasses fog up and that's always a. it's always a good sign in the mornings when when that happens because I'm like oh here we go one of those nice Texas humid mornings
0: yeah so instead of run your butt off we're probably we're into this wet your butt off yeah. and <laughs> time of year for us so <laughs> anyways but sounds like we're both kind of you know we're still on track still moving which is great I mean yeah I've been at this a few months now and i mean we've already discussed our failures quite a bit but uh we are still moving yes. so that's good and that's something and maybe we'll find our second win this summer <laughs> getting it all yeah and so like the last week I, and it, we, we've
1: kind of been touching on some nutrition topics and last week we went over calorie intake and and calorie output to kind of balance that off and so we had talked about we we're going to plan on talking about good for good fat versus bad fats today because it's all you know i don't know when whenever i hear fats it's just a it's it's such a bad you have such a mentally bad image with it it's bad connotations connected with it but you know and i do think that the health community in general has done a good job in the last few years trying to push that there are good fats. You know, your body needs fat. Your body needs fat to survive. You know, it's, it's yeah. you have to have all that. And so, the, like, but a lot of people just don't understand what a good fat or a bad fat is. And so, I did push, put a little chart on our Facebook page, the Finding Our Feet Facebook page, to kind of help people out. But so you've got your your good fats, which are your unsaturated fats and your omega oils, and like that's like your olives and your avocados and your peanuts and things like that that are natural fats. And they and a lot of the you know like if you picture an avocado, it's got that it's that consistency that mm-hmm. um I mean it kind of it I'm trying to know what I'm trying to say now, but you you know it's it's creamy, and so you can see you can tell that it probably does have more in it than say like a I don't know, a tomato because it's just that that thicker substance. Right, but it's yes. it's not bad for you and it's really they they they're good for you. And so like unsaturated fats are liquid at room temperature. Uh, they're kind of oily. And and then they're found in plant-based products. And then they're good because they they raise your HDL, which are your high-density lipoproteins and which is considered your good cholesterol. And so your your body needs these good fats in there. And so the bad fats are those saturated or trans fats. And, and the, those are solid at room temperature. And so when you think of what, what kind of things like that are solid at room temperature, butter, um, like uh, certain types of, I'm trying to think what else would be a good example. Um, the, the products that, yeah, that you, okay, what do you, I don't like know. Like Crisco? Crisco is a good example, yes. So when yeah. you like, cook a meat product. Like, like shortening
0: and things like that, yeah. yeah.
1: When you do a roast and you put it in the refrigerator yes. and when you get it out, the white that is formed, that's solidified, that would be considered a, a, a saturated fat. And so those, they're solid at room temperature, they freeze easy, and they're found in animal products usually, or or plants that are oils. Right. And and so they're a bad force because they raise your LDL, or your low-density liver proteins, which of those are bad in your body. So those are what build up plaque and, and things in your arteries and can lead to heart issues down the road. And so things so like
0: saturated that. saturated fats are more ones, okay, that you would um, limit. Like yes. Like might be difficult to completely make saturated right. fats from your diet and probably not even, um, you know, maybe the healthiest option, but you could definitely limit those. Yes. Um, whereas like the trans fats, if you could eliminate those completely, that would be ideal. Yes.
1: And so, like, the examples of bad fats, again, you know, so if we talk about margarine and butter, but like, French fries, those turn, you know, those are, because cons- of the, what they fry them in. Uh, donuts. So, everything that really, like, sounds good when you're wanting something fatty is going to be in that bad fat or saturated trans fats. Yes. So, those... Those hydrogenated oils, canola oils, processed meats, crackers, pastries, cookies, things like that all fall under there. And so when you think about that, you can kind of look at it as, and I didn't mention any red meats in there, but those are all things that have been put together kind of, for the most part, by man in some way or another. Whereas if you're looking at your good fats, you've got like avocados, eggs, um, coconut oil, olive oil, raw nuts, salmon, flaxseed, leafy vegetables. And so, uh, they're, yeah, like green leafy vegetables and organic butters or things like that. So you can still get the, the good tasting things with the, un, with the good fats, but, and you can eat more of those. And really those are, they really are good for your body. They help your, they help your body function properly.
0: Yes. And, um, and so when we talk about the saturated fats and in things like your animal proteins. Um, I think it's just important to to consider that, like you think of, of beef and steak. Um, there's still some great nutrition right. in beef. and
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, it's just yeah. a matter of, of limiting it. And so what I've, um, limiting that and making sure that you are getting some of the good fats. And then for the trans fats, label reading is, Huge. Yes. So um, you mentioned that the health community in general has done a good job of, um, you know, explaining fats more and really the good fats versus the bad. And I do think they've done a good job with trans fats too. Yes. um, There has been a real push to get rid of those. And so in a lot of the foods that do have saturated fats now, um, product makers, they have eliminated a lot of the use of, trans fat yeah. which is great well and you know so you really can um, pretty much read labels and avoid yeah. that at, at pretty easily um, but it is important to note that like you mentioned french fries so certain fast food restaurants they may still use products or oils right. that have the trans fat so you want to look at you know see what you can educate yourself on you know to figure that out but um, as far as like the saturated fats, um, I think it's more of a of a really trying to limit that and just being intentional about what right. saturated fats you choose to have and um, how much per day. Because all in all, you need about thirty grams of fat or thirty or percent of your overall calorie intake mm. to be fats per day, and ideally, the majority of those fats would be your monounsaturated, saturated or polyunsaturated fats.
1: And and another thing to think to, like when you're looking at your foods and you're kind of confused about what which would fall under, you know, with, a, another good way to remember is that trans fats very 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 rarely occur naturally. They are Nature. a human-made product and they're created to preserve those foods. And so when when food manufacturers are trying to avoid using those they're trying to use more natural products and it's those those man-made things that have those trans fats in them because they're trying to make the product last longer which if you really get to thinking about it you know it kind of makes you wonder you know what are you putting in your body with that because if it's something that's supposed to make food last longer a food that's you know food in itself shouldn't be Timeless. (laughs) timeless <laughs> i mean food should go bad right. it's you know that's yeah, it, it exactly. definitely should go should bad and so when you have to... food that doesn't go bad then that's an issue and and you should probably stay away from those foods that don't ever go bad because that just shows you that okay if a mold or a bacteria or something isn't willing to grow on it then why do you kind of want to put it in your body Why
0: would you to eat that? <laughs> yes when you yeah. do talk about those we do think about the good fats and why we would need fats as a part of our diet um I mean you've heard about fat soluble vitamins mm-hmm. so fat does help your body absorb vitamins that you need like vitamins A and K um, it's also a great way to help you feel full mm-hmm. you know so it can help um, reduce like over overeating the right amounts of fats at the right time as you're eating and then also it can reduce that glycemic impact so you're of a food so if a, a product is all sugar you know your blood sugar might spike and then it's going to just completely flatten out so um just the spike and fall there so a little bit of fat helps regulate that so there's all all kinds of reasons digestion all kinds of reasons that we need fat right um in our diets it's just a matter of finding ensuring that you're eating the right fats and limiting the wrong fats
1: and that this you know i think I've, i've tried to say this at least once every other episode or so, you know, you are what you eat and everything in moderation. So I think I say that one of those two in at least every episode. Mm -hmm. And so this is kind of falls under that everything in moderation, you know, so you can have some of those fats that are considered bad, just limit it, be aware of what you're eating. And so that kind of, you know, when you start doing that food tracking and food logging and you can kind of see, especially if you use some of the apps, they'll actually break down what you're eating, and it kind of alerts you, oh, you've had too much of this fat, you've had, you need a little bit more, you know, of this, and those are really good Mm -hmm. for, for, you know, being on the run and being someone that's active and doesn't have time to kind of go through it and figure out on their own, so using one of those apps can really help you be aware of if you're getting what you need to get.
0: Right, and so one time, um, one of my, this was several, several years ago, but I had blood work and my cholesterol level was fine, but my good cholesterol was lower than my doctor wanted it. Like she wanted that number to be higher. Mm -hmm. So she had made some suggestions about incorporating more of the good fats into my diet. So I have done that. And um, my daughter can be kind of picky at times. (laughs) So um, she really likes salmon. And so we typically, we will have that literally at least one meal a week. That's good. Um, Sometimes on a busy week. And I'm not, if I'm not cooking much at all, that's probably the one meal that we have. (laughs) Because she'll eat it that often and she really likes it. And it's a great source of those omega-3 fatty acids. So I would encourage you too to kind of look at the good fats and figure out something that you do like something that you do enjoy especially if it if if you look at that list and it's not something that you're like okay i get plenty of this and that if you don't get enough of that find one thing you do do like and just be real intentional about making sure that you get that yeah and so those saturated fats that we talked about those plant-based items that you get in your food those
1: those the, the good fats the saturated good fats so they're they're some of the people you know people when you hear the word fat they automatically assume that you shouldn't be eating it but when in actuality if you eat those saturated fats those healthy fats they make those saturated. you saturated yes yes they they make you feel fuller um for longer and so you you, you reduce actually how much you're eating so no you're not necessarily going to get fat from eating those good fats you're going to actually give your body the nutrients and and Important vitamins and minerals that you need that you can get from those particular items, which will kind of make you feel fuller longer, and so in turn make you eat less.
0: Right, and it is also um, something to consider if you're looking at, um, you know, your if you happen to be looking at your caloric intake or something like that, and you're you're tracking to a certain amount. um, The fat does have more calories per gram. Than carbs and protein. So you go from about nine um, calories per gram of fat versus like four in the carbs. But again, that kind of goes back to the feeling fuller. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you are getting a little bit more calories per gram of fat than you are with carbs or proteins, but it does help with that feeling of fullness yeah. and then also helps with giving your body some of the that good cholesterol that it needs yes
1: so that's kind of just a quick overview on just some fats and I I know that I one of the things that I really will say that I have this whole podcast journey really has made me if I haven't been as consistent on working out and running and things like that I have been pretty consistent on really paying attention to what I'm eating I've I've kind of cut back on or not necessarily cut back I've altered I'm I'm a late night snacker often and so I've started buying things like we we bought some mixed nuts, and so that I instead of eating going in and grabbing a, a handful of cookies, I'll go in and grab, full of, grab a handful of mixed nuts. And so I've I've made conscientious changes in the way that I'm eating because of focusing on the the podcast. So I do have some some good things that have come out of this, even if it's not that I can run a marathon yet. <laughs>
0: yet but hey we we are let's see how we do on this um getting a little bit more consistency during the summer when our schedules are a little easier to manage and then maybe before the end of the summer we'll figure out a challenge to To
1: get yes to go to and i you know I, i looked at a bunch of races since the last time we recorded and it was that really, really hot week, and so I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> the thought of running yeah. a race. And so I was like, I'm not sure that a race in the summer, I mean, I don't, I don't need to be going in and out and having a heat stroke,
0: so. Yeah, but we need to be thinking think about the yeah. I'm praying. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that would really give us time to, to get ready for it, so. Yeah. Anyways, I'm excited about this next, I mean, it is going to be hot, and I will be complaining about that every moment of every day, but. Um, I am looking forward to maybe finding a little bit more consistency. I was real good at the beginning, and then I kind of lost a little bit of that when things just got chaotic. So I'm ready to get back into a more consistent pattern and see where that takes me. So same.
1: So yeah. So I know we were we were a little shorter today, but we figured some of our some of our we've started talking a little long lately. So we're trying to <laughs> not <Yes>. not, not, <laughs> not completely run y'all off. Just yeah. So we, we
0: probably, on. we need to like have our own personal catch up like, <laughs> <days> because <before. laughs> we've kind of been incorporating that a yeah. little too much in the podcast. So, all
1: right. Well, we will talk with y'all again next week. And if the next week we'll kind of touch on some carbohydrate issues that we've, I think we all struggle with carbs. It's one of those carbs, things. You know? carbs, so we we'll, I definitely struggle with carbs. My favorite. Everyone, but group. yeah. <laughs> so we will talk to y'all next time. Thanks for all joining right. us.
0: Right. See you later.
1: Bye. Please contact your physician or healthcare provider before starting any exercise activity to determine if it is right for your needs. Do not start any exercise activity if your physician or healthcare provider advises against it. If you experience faintness, dizziness, pain, or shortness of breath at any time, you should stop immediately. Finding Our Feet Podcast, podcast hosts, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, or all other associated parties are not responsible for any injuries, illnesses, or issues listeners may experience. If you are experiencing a medical emergency, please stop immediately and call 911.